Hi, Jason. Hi, Nicole. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Couple That Scares Together. You're back for another week, and we're happy to have you. <laughs> another week. Tonight, we travel to the Pine Barrens of New Jersey to discuss the Jersey Devil. And this is such a cool topic. Um, so much lore and myths around this creature. And we have a few famous people as well. I'm excited. I'm ready. Let's rock and roll. Okay, tell me what you know about the Jersey Devil. Um, I know that... Uh, it's a hockey team uh-huh. based out of uh, Camden. I believe they moved to Camden or, or no, uh, they were in New. Well, they're in uh, New Jersey. They're in Newark, I think now. Okay. Uh, the Devils hockey team. Okay. Well, I think by the way, all sports teams should be named after cryptids. I think that would be cool. Uh, the Kraken, yeah. actually, are. I think that's amazing. Uh, what did you know? Anything else about the Jersey Devil? Uh, that it was a real like a, a, I play hockey just that okay all right well tonight we're gonna go dive a little deep and talk about that uh before we do that i want to talk about two things real quickly that kind of are personal for me um one is light and nice that i just had the most delightful experience at a coffee shop that i just want to say good things about um merlin's coffee shop here in um, where we live in Pennsylvania, in York County. If you get a chance, they have a Facebook page. They are wonderful. They roast their own beans, but they're just lovely people. Very welcoming environment. It's great. If you're a local in Hanover, PA, or at the surrounding areas, Gettysburg, come check out Merlin's Cafe, Merlin's Coffee Shop. They're like a hidden gem, and I think they're wonderful. Um, and during this whole COVID thing, you know, people are on edge and they have all these restrictions and they just made everybody I could tell that was coming in as, as welcomed and comfortable as they, they possibly could. So just something nice to say about them. Uh, way to go, Merlin's. Okay. Way to go. Also, something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, uh, is it me? No. It's not me. No, you're second to this. Is now, it the kids? Well, we have two exciting things. One, we started our own website. It is launched. So if you go to the couple that scares together.com, <laughs> you're going to see our website. And so you can find all of our information on um, events that we're going to do. You can find information about a little bio on us. Eventually, we're going to have pictures up there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's links to all of our episodes if you want to go back and listen to some, some episodes that uh, you missed. Oh, you absolutely want to do that. Uh-huh. Um, also, I'm going to promote, and from now on, you're going to hear me talking about this probably, and whether you like it or not, is one thing that I'm very passionate about, and I know you know that, is advocating for children. This is, like, some people at my other job will tell me, like, you know, if I have a situation that's not very intense, and they'll say, you know, Nicole, is this the hill you want to die on? And I never say, yes. Okay, so listen, this is the hill I want to die on. And that's advocating for children. So August 22nd, around the world, there will be marches and protests, I hope. They're calling it the 100 City Marches. They did this in L.A. last week, and they got a really nice reception. Or, you know, it was it was received very well. This is to bring awareness to child trafficking and the problem that really plagues our, our country and our world and the fact that it just does not get the press and the media coverage that it should. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm not – and so you're going to look for me. I'm going to have flyers up there. If you are not um, – or if you're near a major city, look, I bet they're having a march or a protest – I'm not a protest kind of person, but for this, I will, because children have no voice, and they have no one to speak up for them, so it's important, and this crosses every, I don't care what your political belief is, I don't care, I don't care what your religious belief is, I don't care, it's come, I don't care if you are a supporter of this law or another law, I don't care, this crosses all aisles, this crosses all, this is human to human, we need to protect children. And human trafficking and child trafficking is a big deal. And it goes unreported, it goes uncovered by the media. So we're gonna bring attention to it. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay? By the way, uh, if I could just kind of jump in here. Yeah. I have heard of the Jersey Devil, I lied. Okay. I did Monster Quest years ago, (gasps) I saw the, Monster Quest episode. I mean, it's hard to sort of, you know, transition from that, what you just described. I know, it's this. heavy. Okay, but try. The, the Jersey Devil? Yes. I saw Monster, Monster Quest. Monster did a great one, because didn't they, they did, do a man. 3D that, image that of what it would look awesome. like? That show's awesome. That's a great show. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a cool one. Um, and I believe I read a book, well, both of us read a book about uh, 
It was various cryptids, and one of the chapters dealt with uh, the Jersey Devil. So I had um, I do have some. Uh, is that there. Linda Godfrey's book? I have to reread yes. that. Okay, yes, it Monsters is. in America. She talks about one chapter is it's devoted to that. devoted to the devil. I forgot hey, about that. By the that. way, that reminds read. me of. Oh, it's the uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, it's Django Django Unchained when he's like, "You devils!" Yeah, yeah, that's the same. Of that. Okay, all right. So travel with us. We're gonna talk about the Jersey Devil. (laughs) (laughs) And away we go. And away we go. All right. This is from WeirdNewJersey.com. New Jersey Devils. Mm -hmm. All right. Without a doubt, New Jersey's oldest and most enduring and most important piece of folklore is the tale of the infamous Jersey Devil. For close to 300 years now, Jerseyans have told tales of this mythical beast that stalks the Pine Barrens and terrorizes local residents. The reoccurring nature of the story begs a few questions. Why have New Jerseyans embraced this legend so steadfastly? And above all others, I don't know, we're going to find out. Is there actually some sort of creature roaming the Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey? And if so, what in God's name is it? So I put on our Instagram a picture of a bat. That's a real (laughs) bat. It is not native to New Jersey, but it has some of the features that we're going to describe in this cryptid. I have seen bats before. I've seen a a bunch of bats. Uh, Yeah, you come in contact with bats. All the time. All right. Legend has it that in 1735, a Pines resident known only as Mother Leeds found herself pregnant for the 13th time. Leeds is one is the name of one of New Jersey's earliest settlers, and many descendants of the Leeds family can still be found throughout New Jersey to this day. Uh, the devil got her. Mm. Mother Leeds was not living a wealthy lifestyle by any means. Her husband was a drunkard who no, made there's, there's few no, efforts. There's no shame in that. By well, he has twelve children to provide for his wife and twelve children. Wonder why the wonder why he drinks. Reaching the point of absolute exasperation upon learning of her 13th child, she raised her hands to the heavens and proclaimed, let this one be a devil. Mother Leeds went into labor a few months later on a tumultuous, stormy night, no longer mindful of the curse she had uttered previous regarding her unborn child. Her children and her husband huddled together in one room of the Leeds Point home, while local midwives gathered to birth the baby in another. By all accounts, the birth went routinely, and the 13th Leeds child was seemingly a normal baby boy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wait, so you're telling me that these 12 people, you're to, well, no, excuse me, 13 people, it was the 12 other kids. 14, 15, their husband and wife there. Well, all live in the same on. house? No, it's two, well, not, you're, no, what? no, no, it was two rooms. Mm-hmm. She's in one room, however, this devil baby, I presume. Yes. And then in the other room is his husband, this, quote, <laughs> drunkard, and his 12 children. Yes, that's the story. It's no wonder he drinks. Yeah, he's, I he's, guess so. He, but then he comes home drunk, and once he do, he makes more kids. I guess so. It's a vicious cycle. Within minutes, however... I know the feeling, by the way. Mother Lee's unholy wish of months before began to come to fruition. The baby started to change and to morph right before her very eyes. Mm-hmm. Within moments, it transformed from a beautiful newborn baby into a hideous creature unlike anything the world had ever seen. The wailing infant began growing at an incredible rate. It sprouted horns and from the top of its head and talon-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. It's like uh, uh, Scott Stevens. I don't know who that is. He's one of the devils. Okay. Leathery, back-like wings unfurled from its back, and hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Its eyes began glowing bright red as they grew larger in the monster's gnarled and snarling face. The creature savagely attacked its own mother, killing her, and then turned its attention to the rest of the horrified onlookers who witnessed its transformation. It flew at them, clawing and biting, voicing unearthly shrieks, the entire time it tore the midwives from limb to limb maiming some and killing others now by the way accounts of this vary this one is more gruesome but that's why I yeah this it. thing is like mm-hmm. is like you're welcome just destroying people yeah you're welcome tearing them apart the mother then knocked it down to the down the mo- monster then knocked down the door to the next room where all of its father where its own father and siblings cowered in fear and attacked them all killing as many as it could <laughs> those who survived to tell the tale then watched in horror as the rotten beast sprinted to the chimney and flew up it destroying it on the way and leaving a pile of rubble in its wake 
Do you remember when we did the Changeling episode? Yes. And how the monster in all the stories flew up the chimney? Yes. Okay, so this is similar. In every story or account that I could find, the the it was said, this this devilish creature, to fly up and out the chimneys. I think that's important. But this just, guy is not... Hold on. He's not a Changeling. Like, I didn't say the reference were the same. Destroy it's still a transformation. A Do you well, see how these stories yeah. have... Yes. No, I see that there's Similarities. You know, common themes. Yes. I get it. The creature then made its good escape into the darkness and desolation of the Pine Barrens, where it's lived ever since. To this day, the creature, known as the Leeds Devil and the New Jersey Devil, claims the Pine Barrens as its own and terrorizes any who are unfortunate enough to encounter it. He's a savage beast. What do you think of that? That's the story. I think he's hardcore. <laughs> okay. All right. So in the 18th and 19th centuries, the Jersey Devil was spotted sporadically throughout the Pine Barrens region frightening local residents and any that were brave enough to traverse the vast, undeveloped expanses of New Jersey's southern reaches. Unearthly whales were often reported from the dark forces and swampy bogs. Um, they'd find slaughtered uh, domestic animals, okay? And then sometimes it was also known as the Phantom of the Pines. I like that. No, I like the... Yeah. I know. Over the, devil. over the years, the legend of the Leeds Devil grew, occasionally even overstepping the boundaries of its rural Pine Barrens haunt to terrorize local towns and cities. Going into Newark. Mm -hmm. The most infamous of these incidents occurred during the week of January 16th through the 23rd in 1909. Early in the week, reports started emerging from all across the Delaware Valley that strange tracks oh, no. were being found in the snow. The mysterious footprints went over and under fences. The Delaware Valley, he's going to Atlantic City. Oh, he's going to go gamble. He's going to go gamble. Through the fields and backyards and across the rooftops of the houses. They were even reported in large cities of Camden mm -hmm. and Philadelphia. Yep. Panic immediately began to spread and posses were formed in more than one town. Fear and intrigue grew even greater when it was reported that bloodhounds refused to follow the unidentified creature's trail. Because he's so scary. This this is one of my most favorite stories. I love, love the devil. Okay. I love it because he's the devil. Like he's this, You're going to love it more. Savage beast, but also because of the hockey team. Yes. That is the greatest name by far for okay. a, like a pro sports team. Well, during this time, it was reported schools closed. Okay. Oh, it's like it's like 2020. Right. Suffered low attendance throughout the lower New Jersey and Philadelphia area. Um, the Pine Barrens were forced to close when workers refused to leave their homes and travel through the woods to get to their jobs. Uh, you know what's interesting? What? I did not know, like, the... the so, um, when I think of uh, New Jersey, I think of, like, you know, metropolitan areas like okay. Camden. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, Newark, Atlantic City. Right. This whole idea of, like, this this vast, vast. pine mm -hmm. forest... I know. ...is so... Foreign. I didn't even realize that New Jersey has like know. A, you know a densely wooded area. Well, you know it's known as the Garden State, and Which my mother was from New Jersey, and she used to tease me. God bless her. Well, whenever God I would, bless her soul. Whenever I would speak about that, she would tell me all the that it's it it's the Garden State. It's wow. beautiful in Don't places. Don't you know that? The, yeah. yeah. What would New she Jersey's say? Full of, what would she say well, about? Beaches and it's beautiful and there's all no, kinds of. No, she'd say forest. this. What are you talking I've about? I've never now? had it. Well, yeah, she'd say I'd never had a tomato, like I had in Jersey. I can't get a beefsteak tomato anywhere. Wait, I got to go back to New you're Jersey. Just asking what she would say. I know that's what she would say all the time, though. She would talk about the tomatoes. Well, I hope she's there somehow. Okay, all right. So during this time, eyewitnesses spotted the beast in Camden and in Bristol, Pennsylvania, oh. and in both cities, police fired on it but did not manage to bring it down. No, because it's skilly skin, probably. A few days later, it reappeared in Camden, attacking a night, a late-night meeting of a social club and then flying away. Earlier that day, it had appeared in um, Hayden Heights, terrorizing a trolley car full of passengers for flying away. Witnesses claimed that it looked like a large flying kangaroo. Another trolley car full of people saw it at Burlington and when it scurried across the tracks in front of their car. In West Collingswood, it appeared on the roof of a house and was described as an ostrich-like creature. Uh-huh. Firemen turned their hose upon it, but it uh -huh. attacked them and then flew away. Get out of here, attack mm -hmm. firemen? Uh-huh. That savage bastard. The entire week, people reported that their livestock, particularly their chickens, were being slaughtered. This oh. was the most widespread in the towns. It was most widespread in the towns of Bridgeton and Millville. 
Chupacabra. It kind of looks like that. It later reappeared um, later in the week in Camden, where a local woman found the beast attempting to eat her dog. She hit it with a broomstick, and it flew away. What I'm about to say is this. There's no way that that devil, I don't care how tough it is, yeah. it would not walk into Camden these days. <laughs> it, would be, it would stay the hell out of Camden. Yeah. While there has not since been another week to match that frequency and fervor or intensity of the January 1909 rampage, as it's called, numerous sightings of the Jersey Devil have continued to be reported to this day. The tale of the Jersey Devil has spread beyond the Pine Barrens and has been embraced by all New Jersey, mm-hmm. even to the point where it has been largely commercialized, what you talked about. Yeah, the devils. It's on toys, T-shirts, and even the subject of a feature film. There's films about it. And also, you said it lent its name to the New Jersey Yes, it's the greatest team. name mm-hmm. in pro sports. There are still many, however, who believe that the Jersey Devil is very real and a very dangerous creature. There has been a constant stream of reports over the years of devil encounters. Most often, people report strange, unidentifiable tracks in the sandy soil in desolate areas of the Pine Barrens. Some reports claim that they are the footprints of a strange bird. Oh, we have got to go to the Pine Barrens and check it out. Like, that is, uh, I mean, we just have to find time to do it. We have to go there. Others say that they closely resemble hoof prints, although whatever whatever it is walks on just two legs. There has ever there's been substantial amount of reports that describe the tracks as being cloven. I knew. I and knew a well cited description of the feet and hooves of a more famous devil saint like creature. While less frequent, there are still occasional people that see just the tracks and member and manage to get a good old glimpse of the Jersey Devil himself. Does it have scales? Well, we'll talk about that. He's most commonly described as having the body of a kangaroo, uh-huh. the head of some sort of dog, or face of a horse, uh, large leathery wings, a horse. antlers similar to those of a deer, and a forked reptilian tail and claws. Bro, of course it He's is quite a the reptilian tail. Yes. While some Jerseyans embrace the devil as nothing more than a quaint figment of our collective imagination. Until he's like... Mm-hmm. And they've it really, it's like a source of pride and some sort of sure. unique piece of folklore, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Others see it as a real creature and a threat to their safety. So others have sworn they did not believe in the existence of the Jersey Devil and had their minds changed after spending just one moonlit night in the Pine Barrens. There, where a ghostly mist drifts across the cedar swamps, the unearthly cry of some unforeseen creature can be heard piercing the stillness of the dark forest. Oh, it's just kind of like pulling you in like yeah. you're like oh that's uh that. needs what help it needs help let's go check on it mm-hmm. and you go you know next thing you know pow yes so it says whether it's deep in the pine barrens or deep in our collective unconsciousness one thing is certain the jersey still lurks in new jersey and the devil still lurks in new jersey and most likely always will so we're going to talk about next the franklin connection uh, oh so we're going to talk about how it's connected to Benjamin Franklin. Oh, the guy from The Office. Mm-hmm. His name was Gordon in The Office. All right. Before the New Jersey Devil became the standard accepted name in the 20th century. The he was cre- hitting on Pam, by the way. You remember <laughs> that episode? It's a great episode. He was hitting on Pam. That's a great. Do you wear pantaloons Don't or boxers? Don't you have venereal disease? <laughs> like, didn't he say something like that? He, well, he's like, like, he goes, Benjamin Franklin might, but Gordon doesn't. Like, that's a right. bad, Go watch that's it. That's a great episode. That's a great episode. Uh, right. Before that, it was commonly known as the Leeds Devil. The origin of the like name. That. I don't like that okay. name. What has a few what do you different. Think of that name? Uh, no, I like the Jersey Devil. A few different backstories. Then there's the gossipy political variation from the colonial era. We're going to talk about that. Though not as fantastical as previous version, it does involve our founding father, Benjamin Franklin, and his rival, Titan Leeds, which is the best name. What's his whole... name? Titan. I never even heard of that guy. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you about it. That's because Franklin's... He buried it. Buried the lead. Be, eh. Yeah. It is, it is theorized... What's his name? Titan. Titan... Leeds. Leeds. Yes. Never... I... Well, I'm going to tell you about it. That's stunning. It is theorized that an ongoing dispute between Franklin and Leeds escalated into a version of the Leeds Jersey Devil tale. Benjamin Franklin's Poor Richard's Almanac was in com- competition with Leeds' own almanac. Oh. This led Franklin using astronomical tech or astrological techniques to satire to publish his almanac that Leeds would die in October of that year. That's what he wrote. 
I heard that Franklin. Now, I mean, okay, it's a rumor. He I heard that Franklin was a, was potentially I a think, murderer. I think they they cleared him of that. Oh, they did. They did find dead bodies under his supposed house, but I think they cleared. I think they said it wasn't the well, right time. What frame. the hell were they doing there? I don't know. Somebody else in a late we year. To, we have uh, to do something. We'll, we'll that. research that. Stay tuned. Never mind, Ben Franklin is failing. I'm sorry. I, I I'm apologize. You don't get to a position of power unless you do bad things. Okay. He also started referring to Titan as a ghost. Franklin's continuing deception of Titan as a ghost and the Leeds family crest of dragons may have contributed to the theory, to this theory of the Jersey Devil legend. He's disparaging the poor guy. Yes. When the early 1800s came around, the legend of the winged creature only grew. Napoleon's older brother, Joseph Bonaparte, said he saw it while hunting in Bordentown in 1820. What? No lie. Napoleon's uh-uh. brother Napoleon. said he saw Napoleon Dynamite. Don't call me Dynamite's brother. <laughs> yeah. Said that he saw the New Jersey yep. uh, the, excuse me, the Jersey Devil. Yes. They, like, oh, I think I see yes. Martin Brodor over there. Absolutely. No, it's the Jersey De- Well, he's a famous goalie for the <laughs> I, Devils. I get that. In 1840, several livestock you killings. That. You no, didn't know that till I don't a few know minutes that. ago. I knew that recently. As of, like, as just of, a few minutes ago. Yes, 35 minutes ago. In 1840, several livestock killings were attributed to the Jersey Devil. Napoleon's yes. brother. And Joseph Ben Franklin. Bonaparte. Who knew that Ben yes. Franklin was, like, a They say that maybe that was all created. A cutthroat business person. Yeah, he was trying to get rid of his competition. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I get it. Unsavory. A slew of sightings. Actually, there's a lot of controversy about benjamin franklin he's really a savage i think he's a not okay he's interesting i know he's we should do a whole show yeah just he on likes him. sunbathing the nude by the moonlight he's weird still well not now his somewhere ghost. yeah his ghost does a slew of sightings were reported in newspapers around new jersey mostly in the 19 uh, 1900s i see a cult i think if you're like i mean if you're totally nude and you're running around at nighttime like mm-hmm. I, I mean you're either a werewolf you know, you're okay. Dracula. I don't know. I don't know. So after all of these counts happened, um, at this point it turned over and they started calling it the Jersey devil in about 1909. That was its official name. And it wasn't considered a ghost story, but a newsworthy threat. There's newspaper articles about it. Yeah. To say, yeah. So let's get into some personal accounts. Are you ready? So I found some really good personal accounts. All right. So this is the first one. Okay, here we go. This has haunted me since it happened in 1972. I was a senior at what was then Glassboro State College. I've never heard of that. It's in uh, New Jersey, I guess. uh, I don't know. I had heard about the Jersey Devil when I came to South Jersey, but being from North Jersey, a different world, I thought I was far too sophisticated to believe in such, um, such nonsense. One winter night, I was driving to Glassboro from Blackwood on Green Tree Road. At the time of the road was flanked by orchards and farms. There were a few houses and there was hardly any development. I was completely sober and awake when I caught a glimpse of something in my rear view mirror. Curious as to what it could have been, I slowed down to take a gander. It was dark out, but moonlit enough that I had no trouble at discerning the upright figure of a creature crossing the road from one side to the other, roughly 20 feet behind my car. The figure stood taller than a man by far and had thick haunches, similar to a goat's, supporting its nearly human-looking torso and a huge woolly head. Mm. It moved heavily and didn't seem at all disturbed by my being there. I didn't linger long enough to see much more. I hit the gas and flew to the Manson Park apartments in the borough. So petrified was I that I slept the rest of the night in the car, unwilling to get out of the same darkness that had introduced me to the Jersey Devil. Never again from that day have I ridden on Green Tree Road, day or night, that I haven't gotten the heebie-jeebies just thinking about the winter night so long ago. What do you think about that? So the person that wrote that, her name is Mary Christensen. But I have, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I think it's uh, it's a real possibility. Okay, so this one's called Don't Ever Camp in the Pine Barrens Alone. Oh, see, I, oh God, I would never do, I'd be so, I would not, I don't know. Camp, you're not going to camp? No, home. I wouldn't camp, be, what? that's where the devil lives. I would, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be afraid to do it. I'd be afraid to go camp there. Because like, what if I see him? What if I run into him? Like, what if I hear like a knock, knock, Holding knock. Clothes. Devil, yeah, oh. like whatever, like. Knocking on wood or something. Oh, or what, what well, no, wood knocks or Sasquatch. Exactly. Bigfoot's <laughs> out there too. Okay. 
Don't ever camp in the Pine Barrens alone. Oh, my God. I spent a lot of time in the Pine Barrens when I was growing up in New Jersey. I had my share of strange experiences. Well, so, I mean, this is a kid. Like, she's saying, hey, I was a kid. Yeah, so when what, I was about 13. How scary can it be? I went camping alone near Hampton Furnace. What? I had a bow with me and was looking for rabbit dinner about an hour before sundown. Something started following me back in the trees. It tailed me back to my camp and oh. circled while I cooked my dinner. This kept up until about two hours after dark, and let me tell you, it was one dark night. I finally decided that my visitor had moved on and crawled into my tent. When I just started to calm down, I heard a foot, foot stomp down right behind the tent. That's a cloven hoof. That's the oh, foot. I got all set to jump out when, the thi- when this thing, whatever it was, started screaming. I would compare the volume of the scream to a large truck's horn. I couldn't decide what to do. I had my own bow and knife. But that didn't seem like much. That's what you After used to s- kill rabbits. I know. After several blasts, it just stopped. I didn't hear a sound except my own heartbeat for about an hour. I was sure that if I stuck my hat- head out of the tent, I'd lose it. In the morning, I could find no tracks in the pine needles. To this day, I still don't like sleeping in tents. I'd rather might take my chances out in the open. And this person's name is Keith that wrote that. Uh, the most impressive uh, part of that story is that this guy was 13 years old. Camping by was, himself. He was camping by himself and he was using a bow a bow to shoot rabbits yeah. and then cooking them I at 13? I, I, I couldn't do any of that shit. I know. Our kid can't mow the lawn yet. Yeah, he can't, <laughs> can't even mow the grass. He's, He's 12. <laughs> and Also, and guy, if I told him, like, hey, can you go outside and, and like, shoot like, a rabbit? No, if I said take the trash out at night, he'd be like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Brody, Listen, oh, take this bow, go out there. <laughs> Spend these the night. Neighborhood rabbits. I want you to go out and shoot with the bow. And then it's a different cook, them world. And cook them and eat them. It's a different world. All right, so this one's called Field Trips to the Jersey Devil's Turf. Oh, a group of kids? <laughs> yes. As a native of Cape May County, I've had the typical rite of passage trip to the Pine Barrens, the legendary home of the Jersey Devil. This Jersey girl went to Cape May County Technical High School, where sponsored trip to the Pine Barrens for good grades in certain classes. Right. I was one of the fortunate student fortunate students to go three times during my four year career. Oh, now she's bragging about mm-hmm. it. Your grades were good. Each time hey, congratulations. I congratulations. Each time I went on this trip, my canoe was followed by a heavy footed thing. Eat with it with each step I heard branches snap under its feet or hooves. Mm-hmm. Every ten minutes or so I could hear deep, beastly growls that to this very day gave me the creeps. Being in a canoe and on a class trip didn't afford me much opportunity to flee in terror, so I stuck it out for three years. Every year it was the same. During my sophomore year, I was pretty confident about my canoeing skills, so I didn't look over my st- shoulder much. I went canoeing with a friend of mine, and when we came across a bag that had been torn apart and gone through, around it were prints on the ground that looked something like a horse's hoof, only bigger. Then I heard it, the cry that still haunts my dreams, part human, part beast, full of anger, full of pure hate. I nearly flipped the canoe. We left, leaving whatever it was out there behind, or so I thought. It seemed to follow us. Every time we stopped or paused, it got closer to the river. We pushed on. Then worse came to worse as we trip, tipped the canoe. I heard the thing Ugh. running behind us, and I thought for sure we were dead. She tipped the canoe. Mm-hmm. Then we righted our canoe, got into it as fast as humanly possible. We finally made it out to safety. Sun fried to a crisp, missing all of our valuables and most of our clothes, but never happier to be ashore. We packed up, our bu- packed up on the bus and left. As we were leaving, I rested my head on the window and saw a little cottage. It looked at... Mm-hmm. I looked at it until what? the bus was about to pass it and saw a woman. She looked back at me, and I could see her skin was torn and bleeding. After the bus passed, she vanished. Is it Mother Leeds? I don't know. Scared me so badly, I wouldn't go back into the woods for a year. Her skin was torn and damaged? Like, like a ghost. Like Mother Leeds. Mother Leeds. Now, minor. see, That's great. what I take from this, I mean, as you know, what? I-, I took canoeing in college at Penn State. I didn't know that. And, no, what? I didn't know you took canoeing. Yes, you did. I, I told you that before. I know. I, I mean, I'm an expert canoeing. Are you? I've never. Why didn't you want to get in the canoe when we're on vacation? Because it was on that like piddly lake, and the kids were there. Okay. What do you mean? It was fun. I'm a great canoeer. All right. Well, now I need to know that now. Did you fail the class or something? No. Okay. All right. All right. This one's called the Devil on Route Nine. Hold on. Let's let's back up. A back second. up to talk about your canoeing you, skills. No, not my canoe. So. She saw this like maybe a ghostly ghost, apparition, apparition. Yeah, and it was bleeding. Yeah, 
That's scary. In a little cottage, an old woman. Well, she didn't say it was an old woman. I think I put that in there, right? In my own head. She didn't say that. She just said a woman. She's going like all the way down the river. Nobody else hears anything or sees anything. Yeah. Well, no, her friend was with her. They did. Okay. This one's called The Devil on Route 9. Let me tell you of a sighting of the Jersey Devil. I was driving up Route 9 in Bayville around 10 p.m. Bayville, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. There were two cars in front of me, and we were traveling about 35 miles per hour. To the right of Route 9 is a mini-mall-type building with woods behind it. To the right is all woods. All of a sudden, I see this big thing running across Route 9. It looked like one of those classic pictures of the Jersey Devil. It had no tail, no fur. Its ribs showed and had a long, odd head with a short ears that laid flat it was almost it looked almost 10 feet tall i noticed it because the first car stepped on its brakes as did the second car when i looked ahead i saw the thing galloping across route 9 and straight into the woods i was not really scared because it didn't register yet i stopped to mail something in the mailbox about 300 feet from the main (laughs) road and saw a child's shirt, shorts, and one sneaker laying on the ground. No, you didn't. I mailed my letter, ran into my car, and laid on rubber all the way home. I was certain I had seen the Jersey Devil. No one believes me. They said it was a deer. I've never seen a deer that big, that fast, or that weird looking in my life. It was really creepy is that what was really creepy is that the other two people driving in front of me stepped on their brakes so fast they must have seen it too. What do you think Sunny about Z that? Sunny Z said that. That's, That's cool. That's really kind of strange. Like the front uh, of uh, uh, the kids like. Clothing. T-shirt and stuff yeah. is laying Ooh, there by the know. roadside. I don't know. All right. Well, this one's called The Screams of the Dirty Devil. You hear a lot about the screaming and the Pine Barrens. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually have two stories about the Jersey Devil. The first one is my own experience. As a little kid, my kids took my family camping every summer around the Pine Barrens. One night, as we slept, all slept in a big tent, I woke up to the sound of what to me was like a woman screaming. It was blood-curdling screaming over and over again, but I was, only, I was the only one awake. I thought, being the naive child that I was, that a woman was being attacked by a wolf. I didn't know where I got that conclusion, but it must have been from the screams. No one believed my story ever. As I got older, I became more interested in the Jersey Devil legend. Many of the stories were people talking about the screams they hear in the pines at night. They described them, and I got chills because I knew that that's what they were talking about. A few years ago, I was talking to my uncle, um, who, and he compared what I and I, and he compared what I described to what he had heard growing up in the Pine Barrens as well. This leads me to my other story, which is my is which is his experience. He said that when he was growing up, he had this dog that would stay by him at all times as he played out in the woods and the fields around his house. Mm-hmm. One day, while he was on his porch, he could hear those same screams coming from deep in the woods, and his dog ran out of sight after the noise. Apparently, the screams got louder, and the dog scrambled back to the porch with his tail between oh, his legs and never left to the porch again. As hard as he tried, my uncle could not get his once faithful dog to follow him into the woods. So maybe this isn't any hard evidence, but sure, it's no, weird as hell. like he's scared to death. Mm-hmm. And there's no da- doubt in my mind that something exists out there, and that's Megan. I thought you were going to say that the poor little, uh, uh, the, I got, you know, gobbled up by this devil or yeah. torn apart or something. No. I will say one more headline. So this one is from um, October 1988. And this was written in the Ashbury Park Press. Okay. Uh, Springsteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A man who lived in Howell Township encountered the devil, he said, in 1981. He described the creature as having a furry body, huge feet, with three toes on each one, large teeth, and stood about six feet tall. Um, Uh, He encountered him uh, um, in a bar or something? (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) All right, Allie McFarlane, chief ranger of the Wharton State Forest oh, for over 20 years. A park ranger. Mm-hmm, relates a story that happened in 1980. He had gone to a farmer's house near Jenkins where he came upon four pigs that were lying dead close to their pen. The backs of their heads had been eaten out and there were scratches all over their bodies. There were no tracks or blood on the ground. The ranger had no explanation of what had happened. Well, Chupacabras, I think they've already debunked. No, I know. I just love to say that name. You just like the Chupacabra. 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 So if you want to read more encounters, go to Weird New Jersey. It's um, a website. I think it's also a book. 
if not, they're in the process of publishing one. I know there's a couple weird books. Um, it's called Haunted or Weird uh, New Jersey, Weird um, New England. So go look them up because they're really interesting and fascinating about the Jersey Devil. So one more resource, the if you there's a book called Jersey Devils, Bizarre Beasts, and Other Creatures of Weird New Jersey. Um, check that book out because it's a great resource. And they have a wonderful rendition of what the New Jersey Devil might look like with that red glowing eyes. It looks like a deranged yeah. uh, deer. It always reminds me of in school when you're told to take pieces of different creatures and put it together to make your own mythical creature. What's that called? Uh, it's like a um, Frankenstein. Yeah, but they have a name for it. I have no idea. Yeah, they have a name. But that was always something fun to do, and and that's what the Jersey Devil reminds me of, is you take a little bit of parts from different things. It's called Frankenstein. And put it together. Um, so I wanted to mention also, I was as I was going through the messaging boards, message boards and Reddit and stuff, and looking for these creepy tales, there was more than one person that said, you don't have to worry about the Jersey Devil and the Pine Barrens, but you probably should worry about that people are doing satanic rituals in the Pine Barrens. Don't oh. go, like, don't go there by yourself because other weird shit happens there. Yeah, you don't want yeah. to, that, that's even scarier yeah. than the devil. And that, like, also, like, the the mob, please don't come for me, the mob also dumps bodies <laughs> in the Pine Barrens. It's like, like the... there's other things happening there that maybe we uh, oh, don't necessarily Lord. need to be frightened of the Jersey Devil. So that's. I, I I did not expect to hear that. Did you not? Okay. I did not expect to hear that the mob is like, you know. Yeah. To, to, I'm not gonna say who it is, but I'm gonna say just Bruno because he has just one name. I won't say his last name, but he said the Pine Barrens are also a place where many satanic rituals and sacrifices are made. So if you decide to visit, don't go alone. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So most people said at some point some of the drawings and descriptions bear a strong resemblance to the hammerhead bat found in a tropical Africa, which I put on our Instagram. Uh, one would certainly have made a great show, uh, maybe in like old circuses and carnivals, if nothing else. So mm -hmm. that's possible that that maybe helped the lore of it. And also, which was interesting on Reddit, as I saw these different like subgroups, people were like, hey, I'm related to JD on my mother's side. Her family includes the Leeds, the Whites, and the Titans. Like, all of these what? connections. Because mm -hmm. people are connect. That's a real family. Like, it existed. Uh, the leads. Mm -hmm. It existed. So, people are like, oh, then you're cousins because I'm cousins with Steelman and the Summers. And, yeah. I bet they, that hate, was really I bet they hate Ben Franklin with a, just a well, burning I think at this passion. point, most people are just kind of love the folklore surrounding it and the nostalgia of our, Deep you know. Deep down the Leeds yeah. family cannot like Ben Franklin because he has what they wanted. He take you know, he took... What if their empire, you know, like the, you know, uh, Franklin's Almanac, mm -hmm. like if that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that brand was theirs, it's the Lee's Almanac. Yeah, I don't today. know. Where, I don't you know, know. Where would they be today? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe not famous. I don't know. Well, Ben Franklin's pretty famous. Well, he is. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could have been Mr. Leeds back in the day. Maybe. So what do you think? What do you think of the Jersey Devil? I, I think it's definitely a cool story. It's, it's awesome. It's a great story. Mm -hmm. uh, the Pine Barrens sounds uh, pretty scary. I don't know that I want to count I know. There. Especially you if you got the devil and the mob running around and, and the occult yes. all at the same time. Oh, yeah. Um, that sounds fantastic. Now, the Barrens is not big enough uh, for <laughs> that and me. Yeah, no. Well, I always think about Halloween costumes. I, I do this a lot, and then we don't. Because we have four children, and I think maybe we dress them all up as a cryptid, like a different one, and Teddy can oh, be so the Jersey would be Devils. The devil. Teddy. Oh, yeah, he's got to be. Yeah. But um, I thought always that that would be cute. Let's do it. Like everybody being an obscure, no one knows reference to cryptids. What if we won a free uh, trip over to this, this the Barrens to go? Camping, would you do it? Oh, 100%. Wait a minute, taking the kids? No, no, just no, you just, and I. Yeah, oh, 100%. Just, just the two of us. 100%. I'm not going to sleep all night. 
I'm going to be terrified. And then the whole time you're going to be irritated because you would be like, you said you wanted to do this and you are ridiculous and I'm not walking you to the bathroom one more time. Yeah, but no, 100% I would I wouldn't it. sleep either. Are you kidding me? I'd I just know. be like sitting there that thinking makes about it. <laughs> where's, where's, so, where's the devil? That makes me so, I feel so good that you're like, I'm terrified. And <laughs> I thought you worried about the devil running around. Like, oh my gosh. I, oh, oh, I think I hear his hooves. Oh my gosh. He's, out, he's, out, uh, he's outside. Our, it's probably like a bear or something that's crawling uh, which is terrifying too yeah bears sure yeah gosh. oh my no well no. that's their story of the jersey devil martin door so now it's our most exciting part of the podcast jason gets to tell me about all the weird stuff he heard about in the news this week or of you know obscure places all right so jason what do you got for us what's going on what's creepy all right so i heard about this uh case here um this is in canada uh uh, this poor guy is is getting in this big body of water. It's called uh, Saint Margaret's Bay. Okay, he's he's getting in. Uh, he's with his wife and he's going for a swim, and something huge uh, apparently like blasts into him and breaks his arm. Oh. So uh, it's pretty, you know. And they don't they know what it sure, is. Yeah, they're not sure. Yeah, uh, they're not sure. You know. Um, what Bang did do, and there's all these different theories here. Uh, could be, uh, could be a young poor. I never even heard of this. Uh, a young poor beagle shark. What is this pork peel? We'll have to look that up. I don't know what that thing. Is. Um, is that a real animal? Or is that a, no? I'm not. I didn't write the article. It's probably a cryptid. Stop it. Um, a harbor think, porpoise. Yeah. A uh, small dolphin is to blame, potentially. Dolphin. Something big. Um, maybe a sturgeon? Maybe. Oh, they get real big. Uh, the poor guy, like I said, he's in the water. You know, he's Broke his arm. Pedaling around. All of a sudden, kapow. And they don't know what it is. Yep. Crazy. Something big and bad. All right. Bangs into him. Now, next story. This is crazy because I'm, I'm sure that there are kids all over the place that are doing this right now. Okay. Teenagers, you know younger people there is a uh tiktok app that you can use and um this one led kids it's kind of a uh, oh i know what you're talking about uh, it's a scavenger hunt yes. so to speak it's randonautica i put yes. this on our phone so yeah. yeah oh go and what did they find so these teenage kids were uh they were using this uh this random Nautica app and they found a dead body. So the app itself you put it on and it uses random number generating computers to give you a coordinate, a GPS coordinate that you're supposed to go and it, they don't know what it's going to discover. It's totally random. But you're supposed to have if, if you're interested, you can look at the app and look at the YouTube video about it because you're supposed to have like a positive intent or something that you want to, and you're supposed to kind of journal your experience, kind of like like an urban explorer sort of app, I guess. It sounds really cool, but these poor kids found something well, not cool. <laughs> check this out. So these kids found a black suitcase and they, of course, opened it up to see, you know, hey, what's this? What's in there? Popped it open and inside, a dead body. Well, and it leads you to believe, okay, so it's totally random, the number generating computer. However, did the universe use that to push people, like funnel energy in some sort of mystical way that we don't understand or whatever, so that this body, this remains were recovered? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't idea. know, but that's really, that's cool. I mean, it's not cool for the dead body, but it's cool they found it. But not cool for the kids because I'm sure they're traumatized. Uh, that'd be pretty scary. Yeah. All right. So, uh, story three here: uh, the state of Florida. Stay out of there. Stay out of there. There's the a whole lot. Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All Florida. There's a lot of Burmese pythons Ooh. going on down there. Uh, the state of Florida has removed uh, Burmese python number five thousand wow. recently from the Florida Everglades. 5,000 uh, Burmese pythons, <clears throat> excuse me, have been removed from the state of Florida. So well, and watch they, out. they get there because people just bring. They, they people were with not... pets, the pet trade, right. that kind of thing. And they just uh, like drop their snake off. Tropical storms, hurricanes, okay. could have, you know, they could have, you know, gotten and they're out that mating. way. Yeah, they're 
and breeding, huge. they're mating, they're like, well, the thing is, I mean, down there in Florida, right. you got, I mean, it's, it's warm weather, right. tropical weather, year round, right. you've got like tons of food, right. so I mean, these snakes are just breeding, and wow. I mean, they're, they're, they're everywhere down there, apparently. Gosh, okay, all right. Uh, snakes and alligators. We have a snake, and we love that snake, and we take very good care of it. Godzilla. Godzilla. Shout out to my man. He's a he's a Paul Python. He's lovely. He's fantastic. I everybody. love him. I just built a snake cage for him. That's true. It looks I did wonderful. It myself. I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do it myself. I put the kit together, but it took a lot of time making his habitat. I don't really love snakes, but Jason loves snakes, and the kids love them. And he's actually the best pet we own because he doesn't do anything. He's so it's he's fine. fantastic. He's the man. It's fine. Okay. okay, what else? Uh, oh, I need to stick with this because I can't. I can't say. Either. I can't pronounce this. I don't care. All right, so uh, this. Bear with me here, please. Nobody else in the world can pronounce this either. So, this story has to do with. I even looked this up like a, earlier today, with. Uh, with. Well, let me tell anthro- you. Anthro. Oh God. Po- I can't. Anthro. Pedermic Biblia. I can't. I forget how to pronounce it. Yeah. We, we said it wrong. And then. Anthrop. Uh, this is a. This is. I don't know how to say it either. Hold on. You, you can figure. I'll read the story Anthro- and you think about All right. it. So it's the practice of binding books and human skin. And as of May 2019, this Anthropodermic book it's, project. It's Podermic, uh, biblio, bibliog, bibliog. I can't. I can't either. Bib- Find a new name, people. Anthro. This nobody cares. We'll post it. All right. Good enough. Yes, it's the practice of binding books in human skin. That's gross. As of May 2019, this book project has examined 31 out of 50 books in public institutions supposed to have these bindings that are made from human skin, of which 18 have been confirmed as human and 13 have been demonstrated as to be animal leather. Uh, it's called... Oh my God, you want this so one bad. One more time. Okay. Uh, it is... Uh, you have to get this tattooed on you. It's not forever. It's, how do you pronounce that? It's your uh, white whale. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But books about famous criminals were sometimes bound in the skin of the criminal after their uh, execution. That's weird. But I sent it to Jason because I thought it was really weird. Anthropodermic oh. bib... <laughs> it's going to eat you it's up. anthropodermic... Biblia, bibliop, bibliopagy. Okay. Bibliopagy, bibliopagy, <laughs> anthropodermic bibliopagy Yay. is the practice of binding books in humans. And whoever anthropodermic bibliopagy. I got it. <laughs> anthropodermic bibliopagy. You win. Oh my Oh my gosh, that that's a tongue really, tie. Name it something else. It's terrible. Name it's it fascinating. Anthropodermic <laughs> bibliopagy. It's awful. Anthro- you try it. I don't want to try it. Anthro- One more time. Okay. Anthropodermic. Anthropodermic. Bibliopagy. Bibliopagy. Bibli- <laughs> <laughs> I have had a gin and soda. So, no, I can't pronounce that. Mm. But it sounds interesting. Can you imagine if you do that professionally? People, first of all, well, be like. That yeah. study? Yeah. No, oh, my or, God. That would be, be a nightmare. Yeah, but, and you're on a first date, and they're like, what do you do for a living? I, oh, I'm i an expert in <laughs> anthropodermic right. bibliopagy. I've never heard that. Tell me well, about it. Well, let me tell you about it. Okay. What I do is investigate <laughs> cases uh-huh. of books that are bound with human flesh. Fantastic. For I'm going to go to the bathroom and it was lovely to meet you. I'll be right back and I am pushing the panic button. That's no. Yeah, that's creepy. Apparently uh um say it again. Uh Oh, stop. Anthropodermic. 
Oh. Bibliopagy. Yes. Is the study of, like I said, it's books that are bound with human skin. I can't believe there are so many that and they need a study of it. What's interesting is this. What? Many of the books have to do with serial killers. I guess so, yeah. And apparently... Is that a first edition? Some of these books are actually bound with the skin of the actual <laughs> serial killer. So if you've got a book, you know, on Bundy or you oh, know, some geez, kind of famous stop. serial killer, perhaps the oh, actual... God. Leather binding yeah. is, you know, I mean, that's got... I collect DNA. books, Little Women. That's what I collect. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I collect. Oh, gosh. Well, that's it. That's all That's all I wanted to share. Um, I do want to say one last thing about our website. Wait a second. I do, too. Anthropodermic. Oh, my God. Stop it. I hate Bibliopagy. Oh. I got it. Oh. Uh, about our website. On our website, we have a form, a link that you can submit if you have um, a topic you want us to cover or if you have a story, a personal story you want us to share or you want us to know about. There is a link there that you can just click on and create that. My sister helped to build this website. I mean, help. She did all the hard stuff and she did such a great job with it. I'm so proud of her. Um, so check it out. It's the couple that scares together.com. You can always email at us at the couple that scares together at outlook.com. Apparently also have a Gmail account. Did you know this? I did not. We do. It's the couple that what? scares together at gmail.com. My sister made one because she needed to with Google. Oh, she did. Uh huh. So, but there's links on our webpage. You just push the little mail button and it goes to us. Also follow us on Instagram at the couple that scares together. Again, if you go to our website, go to the bottom, you can push Instagram and go right there. And I guess at some point I make a, I'll make a Facebook page when I get to it, I guess. Whatever. And we're going to have merch soon. Maybe. I'm promising you. I don't know. I'd like to. I have a lot oh, of ideas. Oh, we definitely will do it. I have some I ideas have, too. I have a lot of ideas that I want to do for merch. So, T-shirts. Uh, uh, tumblers. Cups, coffee yeah, cups. Tumblers, hats, etc. Sure. We'll get on it. By the way. What? Uh, if you have uh, some spare time, yes. go out and look up Google anthropodermic. <laughs> I hate you. Bibliopagy. Oh. You try it. I don't want to. Just and say have, it once. No, I don't want to. I have to say it with you, and it's like... Um, okay, here we go. Okay. We'll do it together. This is the last time. The couple that... Scares together. Anthropodermic. Anthropodermic. Bibliopagy. Bibliopagy. One more time. No. For all you... No, for the people in the back. Crazy sickos out there. No. Anthropodermic. Anthropodermic. Bibliopagy. Bibliopagy. There exactly. You go. Exactly. I'll never be able to say it again. All right. Good night, guys. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for an all new story next week. Um, thanks, everybody, for giving us good reviews and saying nice things. Again, if you have a bad one, email me. I'll read it. Make Jason read it. Have, share, 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 please. Share, share, share. Thank you. We appreciate everybody. Anthropodermic bibliopagy. Bye, guys. Have a great week. <laughs>